everyone, my name is Lydia and welcome to my podcast, The Nitty Gritty. This is an educational podcast where I conduct research to talk about global, political, and social issues from a historical and informative way. Given recent events, I have decided to talk about racism for my first episode. The format for this podcast will be in a Q&A format and I hope that that helps. So the first question is, what is racism? Well, racism is the actual act of oppressing marginalized groups based on the ideology that skin color produces an inherent superiority. Basically, racism is the act of suppressing people because one skin color is more acceptable than the other. It is very unfortunate that we as civilized beings are more concerned with finding differences amongst ourselves than the similarities. Race is a divisive tactic that categorizes people into labels. And this basic concept has been adopted from the Western world hundreds of years ago and has caused several historical tragedies such as slavery, the Holocaust, the Chinese Uyghur genocide, and several others. Now the second question is, how is racism manifested? Well, contrary to popular belief, racism isn't just manifested in individual hate, like lynching people or using slurs, but it is everywhere and it pollutes our air. In references to the United States, racism is so deeply ingrained in the culture and political system because of our history. Um, When the United States had officially established a constitution, our founding fathers wanted to ensure that all people are granted unalienable rights to life, happiness, and the pursuit, well, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. However, what people fail to remember is that during this time under governmental rule, black people, Native Americans, and women were not included in this declaration because they were not as seen as people nor citizens of the United States. At this time, black slaves were only counted as three-fifths of a person, women were socially seen as property, and Native Americans were just savages. Excuse me. Many other minority groups, such as Asian Americans, Hispanic Americans, and people of the LGBTQ community were unheard of and had therefore not been included in the Constitution. The government did not see these people as people and thus did not include them in legislation. This idea is what people refer to when they say the system, and the framework of this country was not made to protect and accommodate every citizen, just those granted citizenship at the time. We live in a country that strives for improvement but is still impacted by an oppressive structure that does not protect minority groups. We see the effects of the system in a modern society through racial profiling, police brutality, professional aggressions, and magical loopholes found in our legislation. Now, the next question is, can people from marginalized communities be racist? Scientifically speaking, we as humans have been conditioned to judge people for our own safety, and we often subconsciously make poor judgments against people for not looking what we deem safe. So people from marginalized groups can be prejudiced against each other. It is an innate um, thing. There is lots of anti-blackness in Asian communities, there is anti-LGBTQ plus in black communities, there is racism in the LGBTQ plus community. So yes, there may be individualized racism and prejudice, but they cannot fully act on these predetermined biases since those oppressed cannot become the oppressor. Now the next question is, are people who are part of the majority considered to be racist? They may not be inherently racist, but they do benefit from an inherently racist system. For example, they see more representation in films and media, products are geared more towards them, and the government is generally more favorable towards them in the lawmaking process. The next question is, what is institutionalized racism? While the information I've provided throughout this podcast mostly refers to America's racism, this is an international issue, just letting you guys know. Law enforcement do not accommodate every single citizen in this country, as well as other countries as well. And based on America's history of dehumanizing marginalized groups, it makes sense that our modern legislature and culture is fundamentally biased. I mean, think about it. 
Going back to when our founding fathers wrote the Constitution, they didn't include Native Americans, women, nor slaves for a reason. Now, while we have, as a society have come a long way to fight for human rights and become more inclusive, our legislation hasn't significantly changed enough to keep up with our progressive world. There are still several loopholes in our lawmaking progress process <clears throat> excuse me, that still oppresses people. Some common examples of our slow-to-change legislation includes the legalization <clears throat> excuse me again, of interracial marriage in 1967, the legislation of same-sex marriage in 2015, the declaration of making lynching a federal hate crime in 2018, and many other recent laws as well. But there are still states that allow homophobia and transphobia in the workplace. There are some states where if you are a gay person or if you are a trans person, there are places where you are denied a job and they can legally do that. There is yet to be, have been a federal bill that addresses police brutality. This is the reality of institutionalized racism. It is a system that actively accommodates and protects citizens that are part of the majority while oppressing the minority. And thank you guys so much for listening to my first episode of the podcast. That is all that I have for today. I will be getting more in-depth for it for the next episode. I'm so sorry if the audio and this sounded botched as this is my first podcast, but please be patient with me as I navigate tech. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and share so I can continue to educate people on important matters. Have a good day and I'll see you soon.